Hi, I'm Renee Crandall, and you're listening to the Wake Up Your Life podcast, a personal development podcast for women where we'll discuss how to live intentionally today and every day. I want to be a better version of myself this year than I was last year, five years from now versus five years ago, and I want to encourage you in that same journey. I hope my words each week leave you feeling inspired and empowered to wake up your life and go after who you truly desire to be. I'm in this with you to coach you and cheer you on. I believe in you. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I hope it is warmer where you are than where I am because we have had so many days in a row of really, really cold temperatures, but I'm hanging in there. Apparently, it's supposed to snow a whole bunch, but I'm trying to be very hopeful that that is a lie and it's not going to be as bad as what people are saying. But yeah, we have had a lot of days with temperatures like a high of three. Don't love that. Nope, nope. This past weekend, Isaac and I did not leave our home and it was great. We had a very lazy, relaxing, restful weekend and I checked on the chickens so many times throughout the day. I would bring them treats. I would bring them warm food and they're doing really well, surprisingly. They really love being out of their coop and out in their chicken run. And what's been nice is even though it has been super cold, the sun has been out. So even though it doesn't necessarily change the temperature, I feel like the sunshine affects chickens' psychology like it does with us where we're like, oh, it's warmer. Oh, I feel better. So they seem to be doing okay. I'm taking as good of care of them as I can, but we are about to round a corner where we are going to be out of these teen temperatures and back into like 30 and 40 degrees, which is still super cold. But gosh, when you're experiencing negative degrees, it's just miserable. It's horrible. So here we are. That's kind of how my week's been going. That definitely is not something that I am grateful for. So to share something that I am grateful for is specifically Benjamin William Hastings' new song, Abandoned. He is one of my favorite musicians of all time. I absolutely love his music. And he released a new song last week. I'm obsessed with it. And that has been such a blessing. It's like when you come across really good worship music, gosh, it just so positively impacts your day, your energy, your mindset, all of it. And I'm super grateful for his music, his talent, the albums, the song specifically, So that is a highlight and a blessing in my day and in my week. Today's episode is kind of a fun one. I am sharing eight at-home date night ideas, specifically when it's too cold to leave your house (laughs) because that's kind of been my reality. And I don't know about you, but there definitely comes a point where it's like, I don't really want to go out to eat this week or I don't want to be in a restaurant because it's so cold, but I still want to do something that's quality time with Isaac and something that's fun and to look forward to. So I put together a list of date night ideas for you and for your significant other. And basically, if you implement all of these ideas, you've got your date nights all planned out for the next two months. (laughs) So I think that that is a really good position to be in. And I hope that these ideas sound fun to you. You know how important date nights are for me and Isaac. In the fall, like early part of fall, end of summer, I think there were like 
five or six weeks that went by where we really weren't having our normal date nights each week. And because things were just busy or we would move things around, we'd be like, oh, well, I guess we could do this on Thursday night, even though that's usually our date night, but we can move date night to Wednesday night, then do the thing on Thursday, whatever. And it was, it wasn't great. I will say that (laughs) we really need our date nights just as that reset of quality time. And especially because of the inconsistency of his work schedule, it just means so much to me and so much to him that there's this space in our schedule every single week that we know is carved out and set aside for each other. So I don't necessarily need to go long on why I recommend a weekly date night, but it has been so beneficial and such a game changer for Isaac and I in good seasons and in challenging seasons, but especially with his work and just kind of how his schedule can be all over the place. And sometimes we have dinner together throughout the week. Sometimes we don't depending on my plans or his plans, but it's just so nice to know that, okay, on Thursday, That is when we're for sure going to be prioritizing each other, setting aside that time together at night to be with each other. So again, I really recommend it. And if you're not in the rhythm of having date nights every single week, maybe pick one for the month or every couple weeks. But I challenge you to implement some of these ideas into your relationship and just see how you feel. And I hope that they're fun and enjoyable and life-giving ideas that you walk away with having a great memory, good conversation, lots of laughs, and it connects you to your significant other in a really intentional way. So to kick it off with number one, well, before I say any of the ideas that I have, the critical asterisk caveat star highlight here with all of these dates. And even if your date is going out to dinner, but especially if your date is at home, put your phones away. (laughs) I do not like when my phone is out. I do not like when Isaac's phone is out when we are on a date or when we are intentionally setting aside time together to have a conversation. It is so significantly different. Even if the phone, like I am for sure, for sure one of those people. There was this video or something that I saw a while ago where it says the way that our minds process, like someone being available and someone being present to us changes if our phone is out when we're with the other person. We don't even have to be on it. It's just when you see the phone on the table or next to the person when you're having a conversation with them, it shifts the way your mind views their availability in that conversation and the way that your mind views being a priority in that moment. And that is something that is so true about me. I feel like my energy shifts, my communication, my awareness is just different and feels like way more of a priority when I don't see Isaac's phone when we're on a date or having a conversation versus if it's out and it's next to him, especially if it's face up. If it's face up, I I personally don't like that because then if there's a text or phone call, you can see the phone light up and then all of a sudden, boom, you're interrupted and you don't feel the same sense of connectedness in that moment. And so having it, you know, in your purse or leaving it in the car or even leaving it at home, having one of you have their phone. And and that's happened before, not intentionally, but Isaac has left his phone at home and I will have my phone on me because I'm, I really don't like to be on my phone all that much when I'm around people. So it's really not a challenge or temptation. I can keep it in my purse and not even really think about it. And I try and keep my Apple watch at home when we're on date nights too. 
but Isaac had forgotten his phone at home. And I genuinely felt like just that he was so much more present. And I'm not saying that he's on his phone a lot when we're on dates, but it's just the shift in not seeing it just makes me feel different. So I don't know if that resonates with any of you, but it is something that I heard talked about a while ago. And I was like, yep, I can totally relate to that. So make it a challenge to yourself for you and your spouse to put your phones away. And if you're like me, where you like to have music, especially during your at-home date nights, just put your phone on airplane mode and you can have your music playing and then put your phone screen down and set it aside or use your iPad for the music or play something on the TV. You know, there's options, but putting your phone away and being as present as you possibly can communicates so much care and intentionality to the person that's right in front of you and is just so impactful for making that other person really feel like a priority. So all of that to say, put your phone away. <laughs> so number one, the, the first idea that I have, and Isaac and I have done most of these date night ideas. There's a couple that we haven't yet done that are on my list to do. I will say at-home date ideas can be somewhat challenging for Isaac and I. We we function a little bit better, or I will say Isaac does better when we have a reservation somewhere or we know we want to go to dinner at this specific time because he can plan his day a little better. I will say candidly that when we've tried just at-home date nights and we aren't leaving our house, it starts to kind of feel like any other night unless we have a plan of what we want to do together. And sometimes it can be like, oh, well, we don't have a reservation. So Isaac may be thinking I can work an extra 30 minutes or an extra 45 minutes because we don't have a specific time every single Thursday that we're going out on a date. It really depends on the restaurant we're going to or what we want to do. So some of these at-home date ideas we've tried and we've definitely enjoyed but there's a couple where I'm like, ooh, I want to do those at some point. But I hope that these ideas are fun. And if you are in an environment or in a climate where it is just cold and you don't want to leave your house and you don't want to be in a cold restaurant, but you still want to have fun with your spouse or your significant other, here's some ideas for you. So the first one is essentially a cook-off competition, or you could have a baking competition, or you could just bake together. But Isaac and I have done this one time and it was actually super fun. We in advance planned out what we were going to compete in making and we went to the store and it was, I, I think we actually did it before the date, like going to the store was part of the date, but you could do like the day in advance or a couple days in advance and just say like, Hey, reminder, get your ingredients for this date cook off. And what we did is we made burgers. So I, we had like the the same basic ingredients of like meat and a bun. <laughs> well, I guess, yeah, that was it. And then it was up to each of us to decide how do we want to make this burger. So I went, I'm pretty sure I had made like a pear gorgonzola with like peach on it with the burger. And then Isaac had done more of a cheese, bacon, onion, mushroom burger. And what we did. So we like made them simultaneously at the same time. And then we shared them and we just kind of reviewed which one was better. What did we like? But it was a fun activity because we're both in the kitchen. We're making dinner. So it's kind of a two in one where you're eating and you're going to be eating and enjoying quality time at the same time. But if you didn't want to do a burger cook off, you could do a pasta cook off where you're doing two different pasta dishes and kind of comparing. You could do pizza where it's super simple. You just get the pre-made crust or the dough that you bake and then 
You can put together your pizzas. The options are pretty much endless. It really just comes down to coming up with what is the main entree going to be and then creatively, individually choosing what kind of flavor profile you want to put together and then making it at the same time and enjoying that as the meal. So that was something that we actually really enjoyed and we've been wanting to do again because it's just fun to try new stuff. And it's also a treat for both people because it's not like one person's doing all the cooking. You're sharing that and then you get to try something that the other person made. So that's number one. Number two is trying a new board game. So I think one of the very traditional standard at-home date night ideas is having a game night, which can be fantastic if you have games that you really love. But every once in a while, Isaac and I will want to play a board game, but we're kind of bored (laughs) with the games that we have. So what we've done in the past is together we've gone to Target or we look through Amazon and we get the game in advance of the date night. We're like, okay, we're going to try this new game, really looking forward to it. You're learning it. You're learning how competitive you may be with a new game and just trying something new. And what you could also do is maybe you get a game and your significant other gets a game and you play those games together during that date night. And it's just a fun, like hopefully lighthearted competition. But what Isaac and I will also do is we'll make snacks. We'll do like popcorn. We'll get candy. We'll get chocolate. We might do a bowl of ice cream. We'll do chips, like where you kind of just have a fun kids night a little bit where you get all these fantastic snacks and treats and salts and sweets. And then you play a game together and it can just be really enjoyable to connect in that way where it's just lighthearted and fun. And if you're learning a new game, there's unique pros and cons to that as well. Okay, number three is watching a podcast together and discussing it. So there's a lot of podcasts that record their episode, but in video format. So you can watch the interviewer and the one being interviewed. And it's really enjoyable. I definitely like that. There are some podcast episodes where even if they do have the video option, I really like listening to it. But there are other podcasts that I listen to that have a video version and the one the and the version you can listen to it. And I love watching it, especially if the podcast episode is a lot longer. So there's this podcast, which it's a podcast that Isaac listens to a lot. I have not really listened to it all that much, but I do like it. Isaac has shared episodes with me. I cannot remember the name of it, and I don't even know how I would search it. I wonder, hang on, let me see if I can figure out what this podcast is called. Okay, I figured out what this podcast is called. It's called Modern Wisdom by Chris Williamson. Yeah, Modern Wisdom. And Chris interviews a lot of really cool people on his podcast, and it's a podcast that Isaac really enjoys, but the episodes are really long. Like some of them are an hour and a half, two hours, and I love podcasts, and I especially love discussing what I'm learning from podcasts, but an episode that long, unless Isaac and I are on a road trip, it's just a lot to listen to, and it's very easy to pull out your phone and start to become distracted. So what Isaac and I have done is we've picked one of the Modern Wisdom podcasts and they're recorded on YouTube in video format. And we've watched the interview and then we'll discuss it either throughout or afterwards. But it's just been so fun to dive a little bit deeper into some fascinating topics or backgrounds of people and what they're sharing and then learn individually, but also 
have the podcast spark some cool conversations between Isaac and I and kind of learn what stands out to each other, what are we inspired by, what do we want to change potentially. But it's just a cool thing to do outside of watching a movie or a show where it's like kind of passive entertainment. And I'm not a fan, I'm not a huge fan of like watching movies or TV and calling that a date night because there's no there's no intentionality of engaging with the other person. I love <laughs> certain TV shows for sure, and Isaac and I watch our fair share of television together. Don't get me wrong. But for our date night, I'm looking for something a little bit more engaging for the both of us, and that was something new that we had implemented of, oh, let's watch the podcast, and that's still a form of entertainment, but it's creating really purposeful conversations. So maybe there's a podcast that's in video format that you already really like, and that could be something that you share with your significant other and you discuss it together, or you find a new one that the both of you would enjoy. I think that's something fun to implement and a little bit more unique than maybe some of the other at-home date night ideas that you typically hear about. Number four is putting together an at-home spa date night. (laughs) So I know this sounds kind of silly, and maybe your husband or your boyfriend would be like, absolutely not, I don't wanna do that, but you never know. Sometimes they're into some pampering. So you could do face masks. You could do a hand and foot scrub. You could do those like eye mask patches. You could have an Epsom salt foot soak. Like there's just ways to get creative. And then if you have a hot tub, you could go hot tubbing after. I don't know. But I just think that if you want to have like a really relaxing, restful, kind of silly, because it's funny when a woman's face mask is on a man, I will just say. And like when you use the little paintbrush to put it on their face, I don't know. I think it's funny. Isaac and I have not actually done this, but he's totally on board to do face masks with me sometime. It's just a matter of really prioritizing it. But I don't know. Maybe this could be something really fun for you and your significant other and is a way for you to both enjoy some relaxation and self-care together. Number five is having your own sip and paint night. So you've, I'm sure you've heard of those where like you go out and you drink wine while you paint a picture on canvas. Well, that sounds great. But again, the idea is not leaving your house with these date night ideas. And so you basically can pick out a fun wine or a fun cocktail or a mocktail and then you can paint something together or you can do some type of craft together. And I think that this is just something that can be silly and fun. Like around the holidays, this is a great thing to do with like building a gingerbread house. Um, You could decorate cards that you're going to give to your parents or your friends or something. Or you can do something silly like watercolor or draw a picture of one of your favorite memories together. And you guys, it doesn't have to be fancy. Isaac and I have done something very similar to this date idea. Neither of us are artists. So these pictures are not, the goal is to not have it be frame worthy, but it was really fun to not know what he was drawing and he didn't know what I was drawing. And then to be able to talk about like why this memory is so important to me and why this is meaningful or why I love it and then have him share the same thing. And then also to kind of laugh about our lack of artistic ability with drawing. But you could get just a cheap watercolor set from Target or Amazon or Walmart and do a watercolor 
picture thing or any other type of craft. The, there's a lot of opportunities with that, but it is fun to just have that moment and do an activity that maybe you would do in elementary school because, again, that childlike part of us is still there. We just have to be a lot more intentional to create space for it to come out. So having your own sip and paint could be a really good idea. Number six, it depends on what kind of mood you're in, but Isaac and I have done this and we've actually enjoyed it, is pick an at-home work out together <laughs> and work out together. Sometimes you might not be able to fit a workout into your schedule, but you really want the benefit of working out and picking something that's maybe light to moderate exercise and doing it with your husband or your boyfriend could be so fun. I love bar three, as you know, and I ended up having Isaac do one of the online bar three workouts with me because he hears me talk about it all the time. And it was so fun to show him the workout and have him do it with me. And also, it made me feel so good when he's like, wow, Renee, that's actually a really hard workout. Good job. I'm so impressed that you do it all throughout the week. That that felt good for him to recognize that bar three is not just standing around doing plies the whole time. Like it's a full-on workout. And to show him that really was fun for me. And he's done the same with me with some of his workouts. So that is something to do together if it's warm weather like spring or summer. Um, Isaac and I have done – we've gone on a run together as our date night, and that has been fun. It's just a way to kind of push me or push us out of our comfort zone of what our typical date nights look like, but still be active, do an activity. So maybe you don't want to do an online workout together, but is there another fun, active activity. Maybe it's outside. Maybe it's inside where you're doing something to just create a little bit more energy. Maybe you both love to dance. So instead, it could be dancing together for your date night and having energy that way. Number seven is a Q&A by candlelight. Or you can read past cards that you've given each other over the years by candlelight. And Candlelight to me is just a mood changer. It's a game changer. I love the ambiance. And just having dinner by candlelight or having a conversation by candlelight or by a fire, if you have a fire in your home, like a wood-burning stove or even a gas or electric, it just sets the mood and can shift just the dynamic and the energy of whatever you're doing instead of having all of your typical lights on and it feeling really bright and like a normal evening. Isaac and I have done the reading our reading the cards that we've given each other over the years by candlelight and we had like a great glass of wine together and it was really special because for us we've or you know I'm really the one that gets the credit here of saving all of the cards we've given each other over the past 9 years we've been together and the first 3 years gosh we would give each other cards all the time and then different milestones whether it's birthdays or congratulations or Christmas or anniversary, we still give each other cards throughout those the, the past years as well. And so there were so many to read and go through. And it was just so meaningful to read the words that we would write to each other, whether it be recently or a long time ago. And it was also kind of funny to laugh at each other like, oh my gosh, just the amount of love that we had for each other so early on is precious and I love us for that. But that idea was really fun and it was cool to see how many cards we have and just going back on how we feel and the way that our love started and what that connection looked like. And so 
that was a really fun night. We've also done like the Q&A where I actually found they have a lot of different Q&A templates on Pinterest of like fun questions to ask your significant other, silly questions to ask your significant other, romantic questions, sexy questions. There's all types of documents or I guess templates on there that can be a good starting point of thinking, okay, I want to have more intentional conversations with my significant other. I think this would be a great icebreaker or just a way to ask and learn more about them. And so maybe you pick five questions and they pick five questions and then you bring them together and you just spark new conversations. And it could be serious, it could be silly, but if you have that by candlelight or by a fireplace, it just can feel cozy, enjoyable, and life-giving. So that is something that I think could be really, really special. And then number eight is having a fondue night. So you could have it be just a chocolate fondue night, or you could go totally all out and do the cheese fondue, do the broth where you cook the meat in the hot broth as the entree fondue, and then you end the night with the chocolate fondue. And it's a whole like experience, process, lots of fantastic food and snacks. And I think that would be so fun. Isaac and I have done a chocolate fondue night. And we loved that. We also ended up doing it with a couple of our friends, which was super fun to have them over for chocolate fondue. And I think we like played a board game and did that. And it was just a great way to switch things up instead of having a single baked good, you know, like having a little bit more of that interactive activity. And who doesn't love dipping marshmallows and fruit and Rice Krispies and cut up waffles into melted chocolate, right? Like, That is a 10 out of 10 for me. So doing a fondue night could be really fun and you don't have to have the fancy fondue set. Okay, let me just caveat that. You could have a regular pot with the melted cheese like on the stove and maybe for the cheese and the chocolate, you could probably take that off the stove. I did have like a little tiny fondue crock pot and that was really convenient for the chocolate. But maybe for the broth one, you just keep it over the stove, but you put two chairs by the stove and you just kind of create a little moment in your kitchen instead of having to feel like you need to buy the actual fondue set because that's not that's not necessary. DIY it. It doesn't have to look Instagram or Pinterest worthy. It's all about just the fun of it and switching things up. So there you have it. There are my eight at-home date night ideas for when it's too cold to leave your house. <laughs> And I will also say that all of these ideas work so well if you are parents and you've got littles at home or you don't have a babysitter, but you still want to have that intentional quality time with your spouse. This is a great starting off point to realize date nights can be so much more than just going out to dinner and spending a lot of money on that restaurant or going to the movies or watching a movie at home. There's just ways to be more creative about it and found that the more thought and intentionality that goes into the planning of a date night, the more meaningful it is. So I think that these ideas are fun ways to switch it up. Most of these, like I said, Isaac and I haven't done all of them, but the ones that we've done have been a total hit. So I hope that they are just as fun for you and your significant other as they've been for Isaac and I, and that you feel inspired and have that moment of creativity to really think about 
how you can continue to date your spouse or your significant other and create that space to have that intentional quality time with each other. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to this episode today. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed it and that these ideas are good ones that you actually implement. And if you implement all of them, I am even more excited for you because like I said, you've got two months totally taken care of for your date nights. <laughs>